Till the tears run down from my eyes Lord, somebody, ooh, somebody Can anybody find me? Alexa, play hits from Queen. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. What's up, golf addicts? Thanks for downloading the Tour Junkies podcast. We appreciate you guys listening, as always. This episode is brought to you by FanshareSports.com. There's a ton of DFS content out there. It can kind of be overwhelming. So what Fanshare does is they curate all of that stuff, aggregate it, and tell you who's getting talked up the most and who's not. They don't necessarily tell you who to start, but they do tell you who everyone is talking about and where the hype lies. Me and Pat use these guys. Every Wednesday night is a great place to stop by FanshareSports.com and check out the sentiment ratings and who's getting talked up the most to give you a great idea on GPP ownership, as well as some possible pivot plays. So check them out, fansharesports.com, and this episode is absolutely awesome. We have Chesson Hadley on the show this week, and you know, you may not know who Chesson Hadley is, but he was the 2014 PGA Tour Rookie of the Year. He won the Puerto Rico Open in 2014. He's uh, he's just a great guy, a funny guy, a, a southerner like Pat and myself. We have a fantastic time on this show. Chesson even gives a little dry spell advice, so be sure to listen to that. It's hysterical. Thanks for listening, and as always, if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. We would appreciate it. And check our site out at tourjunkies.net. For now, enjoy the interview with Chesson Hadley. going on golf addicts david with the tour junkies fantasy golf podcast i got my boy pat perry with me and we are bringing you another exclusive tour junkies interview with pga tour pro um good old southern boy from raleigh north carolina now the only problem with this guy is he went to georgia tech which could be could be a deal breaker uh, but we got chesson hadley on the line with us what's up chesson hey guys how are you you're doing very doing well. Great, thanks Justin. for thanks for joining us. Why don't you tell everybody what you've been doing this morning? So uh, one of my sponsors, Bojangles, and awesome. I uh, had the privilege of getting in the kitchen this morning and uh, making some biscuits. So that was uh, that was pretty cool, especially since I have uh, I've had my fair share of those biscuits in my life. So it was cool <laughs> to kind of get behind the scenes and see what they have going on. Well, you know, we're we're good old Southern boys like yourself, and Bojangles is a staple around around these parts. I can't think of a better sponsor for a good old Southern boy than some Bojangles, uh, the, the best sweet tea on the planet, in my opinion. And you know, we got we got listeners overseas in Europe that probably are going, "What are these boys saying?" Bojangles is is just fantastic. If you ever make it down to the southeastern part of the U.S., you have to go to Bojangles. Um, it's just a, it's just a great spot. So, uh, Chesson, we're going to start off with a little bit of golf talk. Uh, I mentioned you went to Georgia Tech, turned pro in 2010. 
I know right now a little bit of status on PGA and Web.com are sharing some time there. Uh, the, you are a PGA Tour winner, won the 2014 uh, Puerto Rico Open. Also, Rookie of the Year that year. Pretty, pretty awesome. Um, talk to us a little bit about the state of your game right now, kind of balancing the balancing act between both tours and some events that you've got on the calendar right now. Yeah, um, like you said, I'm kind of juggling a little bit. Um, unfortunately, I didn't have my best year last year, so I, I lost my card. But um, also, like you said, I still have status because I've won on tour. So um, that's kind of been – it's been a little delicate this year trying to figure out um, when to play, when not to play. Um, I will spend the majority of my time on the web.com tour because that is the easiest way to get my tour card back. Yep. But there, yep. there are, you know, a handful of, of events on tour that I uh, am going to play in just because I've either had success there or I really like the golf course. And, um, you know, plus you get to play in a PGA Tour event, so that's pretty cool. So what are the strengths of Chess and Hadley's game? Good question. I've always felt like I've been a very good putter. Um, and, uh, you know, that, that has kind of been part of um, the reason why I am where I am. I'm kind of juggling both tours. Is um, I just, I did not, I putted very poorly last year. And, you know, it, it has just been, uh, it's just been a struggle. However, it, it just kind of, it, it's shown back up. It's, it's woken up, and I've, I really have been holding some great putts the last few weeks, and I've got some good confidence in my putter. And I, I am trending. I really am. Um, you know you know when you're not playing well, and it's very difficult to get yourself, you know, you really honestly have to pick yourself self up by your bootstraps, and it's very difficult to do. Um, you have to commit your mind and everything you're doing that you are close and you real it is it is seriously faking it till you make it. It is something happens in your mind, it frees you up and you're it allows you to you know just to kind of to play better golf. I I can't really explain it other than that, but um I've been really committing to doing that the last few weeks and um I'm trending. I really am. I'm close and um you know, I'm looking forward to, to playing this week and hopefully really really pushing that into overdrive here. Yes, and I want to I want to get your thoughts on actually just kind of life on tour and the tour itself. So fill in the blank. The tour needs more blank. Tour needs. I mean, it's just hard. The tour needs more excitement. Um, I I felt like last week. Last week was awesome yeah. for the tour. Um, yeah. Totally something new. <laughs> I mean, Kisner chipping in and the playoff. I mean, it, it was outstanding and. The tour needs more of that, and obviously, you know, Tiger's not in the picture currently. Um, that's what Tiger brought, and I, but I, I think golf's in a good spot, and I think we are heading in the right direction. Um, guys like Rory and Jordan, and you know, Jason Day and and Dustin. I mean, and Justin Thomas. I mean, they they're the future of of the, of the sport. You know, I'd I'd like to think I'm good enough to to be in the mix one day and and when i get going again you know i i'm i would like to feel like i could help push the needle um but yeah i think excitement that's that's whatever that's why we watch sports that's why we watch anything right that's because we want to be entertained we want excitement and um you know weeks like last week and you know weeks like this week too it brings a different type of excitement the beauty of this golf course and the, the prestige of this tournament you know that that's all part of it so i i think excitement is what it will continue to drive the tour 
fill in the blank again, what, you know, the tour needs less blank. I mean, I, I guess if you want to, I mean, I guess slow play is always, people are always talking about that, but I don't, I've never really felt like that's a big issue, but I mean, I guess we'll, we'll stick with that. The tour needs low, less slow play. Um, and maybe, maybe golf in general needs less slow play. Um, you know, and, and growing the game. I think you got to, I think you also have to know that when you're going to play golf, if you, if you can't, I mean, obviously nine holes is great. You can do nine holes in two hours, everything considered. But if you're looking to play 18, you have to set aside at least four hours and, and, you know, commit to that. But, um, you know, I think that would probably help the tour as well. I, I guess I see a lot of people tweeting about that. Twitter is kind of my, um, you know, where you get a, a whole hodgepodge of, of opinions. So, um, I guess if we could speed it up a little bit, that would all, you know, um, that would help. But I guess I'll throw another thing in there when I've, since I've thought about it is I feel like if if we could show a little bit more of the entire field, uh, Mm. obviously there are only so many cameras Mm -hmm. that we can, we can have, but like, you know, obviously, you know, Dustin and Rory and Phil and those guys, they need to have the camera on them because they're, they're pushing the needle, but, you know, there are other people playing well that week, and that's a, it's a chance for other people to to have other different fans, you know. Um, there, are, there are 156 players in this field, and every single one of them could win this week. So um, I guess maybe let's, let's introduce some other people. Um, maybe, that, maybe that's a better, um, a better fill-in-the-blank for you. Uh, totally agree. Actually, uh, and that kind of uh, – will lead me. So that's a perfect lead into my next question because David and I, we, we talk a lot of DraftKings and fantasy golf on our show. And, and what that does, a lot of that is introducing new players to the, you know, to, to the people that are listeners of ours. You know, they, they, they may not hear of the Chess and Hadley's of the world or uh, the Cam Smith like last week or, or folks like that. And so, you know, do you ever hear a lot about DraftKings and fantasy uh, golf on tour? I have not. Um, I, I guess the only time I really hear about it is when people are like, I picked you this week and you did crap and you, you owe me my entry fee or whatever. That's about your, the only your time. Your $3 entry fee. Yeah. yeah we don't like, yeah, we like, don't, like, we don't condone that by the way. We, we are totally against that. You hosed me this week. So, <laughs> you know, we, we don't talk about it that much, but, um, I mean, you're right on when you, like Cameron Smith, for example, you brought his name up. Like, that guy finished third in the U.S. Open when yeah. a couple years ago. I mean, the guy was riding convention. And so, obviously, I know about him, but not necessarily everybody in the world does. And now he's a PGA Tour winner. And so, um, you know, I, maybe I should look into that stuff a little bit more and, and see what it's, it's all about, see how I can use it to kind of, I don't know, maybe grow the game and grow my brand a little bit. Um, so switching gears just just quickly, and then I'm gonna let I'm gonna let David put us into uh, the non golf questions. Um, other than this one, though, so what was your first selfish purchase after you won as a pro? That's a great question. I'm a car guy. Uh, oh, okay. I I uh, I tell my wife this all the time. If I hadn't married her, I'd be a lot poorer because I'd have I'd have it, I'd have a lot more cars than I have right now. I. I bought a truck. I bought a, uh, um, so in 14, the deal with my wife was, okay, if you, it was my rookie year. If you retain your PGA tour card, you can go, you can go get what you want within reason. Um, when she was, we had a baby at the time. So 
and M3 was kind of out of the question, even though it was the they came out with the new engine that year, the V6 twin turbo, and oh man, that thing looked so good. But I was at the Valero Texas Open, and I had already won, so I I, I knew I was going to get a car, and they gave us an F150 to drive, and I've driven big cars before. I'd had a Tahoe and, and stuff, and I could not believe how big the inside cab was of this pickup. And so when I got home the next week, I went to the dealership and I bought a Raptor. I bought a, I bought the Raptor, and I'm sitting in it right now talking to you guys. And I love this truck. It is my baby. I, uh, I, I don't know if I'll ever get rid of this thing. I really don't. I've got... You know, I, I've done some stuff to it. I put some 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 beefy tires on it, and I've got some lights, and I'd redid a couple of the bumpers. And um, you know, I wanted to do enough to it to where you know, wow, that he's done some nice things with that truck. But I didn't want to take away from the natural beauty of this thing. And I'm, I'm talking <laughs> talking about a car like it's my like it's a girl. But I just uh, <laughs> I love this truck. I love this truck. Man, this is uh, this is sol- this is a solid podcast right here. We're just a few a few <laughs> Southern boys talking Bojangles and pickup trucks. There's just uh, you, like you can David only- Allen Coach on. <laughs> <laughs> you can only find this on the Tour Junkies podcast. All right, Chess, and I hope you've I hope you've had your Bojo coffee this morning because you, my friend, are about to enter what we call the native area. Okay, in the, the native, I'm ready. Yes, in the Tour Junkies native area, which is a relatively new segment. I believe you're probably the fourth, maybe third Tour Pro to go through the native area. Um, this is where we're going to ask you kind of some off-the-wall questions. Um, you know, you can you can pass if you like. If they're too much for you to handle, you know, uh, you can pass. We've never had anyone do that. Um, so I'll just yeah. lay that out there. No problem. But, Thank you. Yeah, but in the native area, you just don't know what you're going to get. I might give you a softball. We might give you something a little more difficult. Um, so you just you don't know. You're walking up to your ball, and the lie is what it is. We'll we'll see what happens. All right, ready? Copy that. And then we'll button this thing up. All right, here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a softball first. Spell Tong Chai J D. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh! Can I start with J D? Sure. J A D E E. Okay, say that again. Spell that again. J A E D E E. Incorrect. Incorrect. It's J A I D E E. Oh. All right. What about Tong Chai? Can you get that right? T H O N G C H A I. Correct. That is correct. It's more like oh, winning. Winning. It's more like thong chai. Is that thong chai? It's like thong chai. Yes. You know, Pat and I are Georgia Bulldog boys. Okay. Pat went to UGA. He 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 grew up kind of privileged with a lot of money, and so he got to go. Um, I was poor and had to go to a community college in Augusta. But we're both we're both major Georgia Bulldog fans. How was it for you going to a school that actually still ran the triple option? Did you feel inadequate in college? Talk through that process. Oh my gosh! Have you had a chance oh to process gosh. this? Are we? Are we? Do you need to pull the truck, pull the raptor over, lay on the couch, and kind of walk through this with us? Well, I just know that we thumped y'all last year. Um, Listen, every every now and then, yeah. 
every now and then. I tell you, you know, Paul Johnson has has done a good job at Tech. Um, yes, the triple option is a bit boring sometimes, but um, you know, we we had a good run when I was. He was, you know, he was introduced. I think my sophomore year, maybe sophomore junior year, and I mean we. we if honestly, I think you you're settling a little bit with the triple option, um, mm-hmm. but um, it is entertaining, you know, when you're because you're going to bust some big plays. But you know, it's it's just tough. I feel like towards the end of the season, it gets tough to win with that because you know, I don't know. People have seen it. You know, you've played enough games, and it's just not as um, not yeah. as new or and whatnot. But um. Well, settling is an interesting word because you guys also graduated Calvin Johnson and Demarius Thomas. So when you we think about... Yes, yes. I I'm mean, when you think about the fact that those guys are on the sideline and you're running the triple option, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, we had arguably the two best receivers in the NFL at one point. I yeah. mean, oh, yeah, obviously definitely. Calvin's retired, but um, Calvin left after my freshman year mm-hmm. and Demarius... Um, yeah, he was there for the triple option, I think for at least one year, maybe two, but, um, I mean, it, it, it is wild that you can, you know, the two best players to come out of Georgia Tech the last, I don't know, however many years were wide receivers and we're running the triple option. That is pretty ironic. <laughs> All right. So, Chesson, you mentioned you were, you were in Bojangles this morning. You were whipping up some biscuits and whatever else. So you got to know the menu pretty well, I assume. I want to know, if you were a Bojangles menu item, what would you be and why? I'm a four-piece Supreme dinner with fries. I fries and a Pepsi, no sauce. And I take the seasoning and I dump it on everything. The biscuit, the chicken, and the fries. And then I sit down and I just... I just pummel it. That you, ra- you rattled that off pretty good. You did. So here's but, the deal. But we need- if, I've, if I've eaten at Bojangles a thousand times, I've ordered that 950 times. That's my <laughs> meal. That's not an exaggeration either. That's probably, that's probably about close. Love it. Love it. All right. <laughs> Favorite funny movie? Gosh, I think Dumb and Dumber is pretty funny. I mean that movie just gets better. Anchorman, Dumb and Dumber. Mm, yes. I mean, I I think one that goes under the scenes that a, a pure connoisseur of funny movies is Hot Rod with uh, Isla what? Fisher's in there. I've never and, seen um, that. It is just, it is it is really? so stupid and fun. Hot Rod. It is okay. Hysterical. Okay, I thought you were about to say something else, and let me just tell you, Chesson, if you would have said this movie, I would have I would have lost it, okay? And you and I would become new best friends. It would have been a stepbrothers moment, okay? I thought you were about to say when you said like a not a lot of people know about it, kind of a connoisseur of funny movies. I'm gonna throw this one out there and you tell me if you've seen it. Um have you ever seen Pootie Tang? <laughs> no, I have not. You've never seen Pootie Tang? <laughs> no. I okay, I'll watch Hot Rod, you watch Pootie Tang and let me just tell you Pootie Tang is not about what it sounds like it's about, okay? So it's a, okay. it's a, it's a clean movie. Um, it is dumb as the day is long. It's a Chris Rock, old school kind of movie. Um, oh, okay. 
the the main guy in it I think never did another film. Um, but Pootie Tang is actually like a an urban superhero in the movie, and and a, and a ladies' man. Um, you've got to you've got to promise me that you watch Pootie Tang, okay? I tell you what, I, then now that you said it, it's fairly clean. I will do that. If yeah. I will, I will watch Pootie Tang. I will yeah, do that. It, it is not the title is very deceiving. So, okay, <laughs> I will check into it. All right, continue, Pat. Sorry. Okay. All right. Um. Kevin, do you have a tattoo? Right now, join T-Mobile and get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included so you can watch in more places than ever before on your phone, tablet, or TV. Plus, buy one Samsung Galaxy S9 and get one free with 24 monthly bill credits so you and your family can binge your Netflix favorites on your new phones. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE or visit a store today. Unlimited data on their network. Video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel balances to well-qualified customers, full price, 720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. No. Um, no. I'm, not, I'm, not much on, I'm not much on ink. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. What about, what about the, the, the performer um, that's probably in your, in your phone as far as like a musician or a band, a singer? That would be considered a guilty pleasure. Okay, so <laughs> basically, who in your phone do you like to listen to as far as music that embarrasses you? <laughs> I do have Natalie Grant in my <laughs> in my. Uh, <laughs> Most people won't even know who that is. She's like a a yeah. Christian uh, like kind of pop singer, right? She's married. She's married to Vince Gill. Oh, oh, really? Yes. Um, now Vince Gill's amazing. I just saw him in concert about a, about two months ago, actually. You know, I've got everything. I so I'm not big on rap. I do mm-hmm. have a few, a little bit of hip hop, but mm-hmm. I love. Um, I've got everything. I got Metallica. I have country. I have Kenny Loggins. I've got Christian music like Chris Tomlin. There's a band called Angels and Airwaves that mm-hmm. is kind of more. It's not psychedelic, but I almost I say space music, but it's very kind of airy and a lot of cool. So Tom DeLone started that band, who was part of Blink One Eighty Two. Oh yeah, um, I kinda, I like a little metal. Um, okay, a little bit of everything. I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, I really do have it all. I mean, I've got Lady Gaga on here, Cole Swindell, you know, Eric Church. I mean, I've, I I really do have just about okay. everything. All right. Um, let me ask you this: you, you were you were on tour when Tiger was still relevant. I mean, you you, you turned pro in 2010, uh, won in 2014 a little bit. Um, so Tiger was around. Who treated the new guys on tour better, Phil or Tiger, and why? Tiger is an enigma. Um, he's he doesn't use the locker room. He doesn't eat in player dining. He's never he's never there. You only see him if he's using the facilities, you know, the golf hmm. course. And so, I wouldn't um, I wouldn't say him. And that's not a knock to him because. Sure. I'm, I, you know, maybe if I did ask him, he would have helped. Um, but uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say the same thing with Phil. Um, he's there, um, and I've seen him in the locker room and stuff. But I've never really asked him for help either. Um, I have. I played with Phil once. I have never played with Tiger. Phil was great. You know, I, um, I played with him at the BMW Championship and in Denver. Um, one of that Cherry Hills. He was great. I mean, he was as nice as he could be. We talked San Diego sports and cars and wine, and we just, you know, I shot shot the breeze with him. Um, but, you know, honestly, 
I, I kind of hang out with, you know, I'm a Christian and I try and, uh, that doesn't mean I hang out only with Christians or any, by any means, but, you know, that, I kind of, Ben Martin and Webb and Aaron Baddeley, honestly, when you asked me the question, the first thing that came to my mind was the very first person that said something to me was Aaron Baddeley. Yeah. Um, it was my very first tour event. We were on the putting green. He said, Cheston, congratulations on your win. You know, I really appreciated what you said in your interview, and I will never forget that. That was the very first That's thing awesome. somebody said was Aaron Baddeley. And um, he is he is a great guy. And er- honestly, everybody out there is. I, you know, people, people talk about Rory Sabatini, and like, Rory Sabatini is one of the nicest guys. He, is, he has been so nice to me. And like I, I don't, you know, obviously, um, you know, people ha- have these stories and whatnot. But seriously, I, everybody out here is is genuinely nice. I'm I'm not just saying that. Like, they're it's great. It really That's is. Awesome. No drama, and it's just everybody out here is nice. They can be nice. All right, so. <clears throat> Pat, what the hell is wrong with your voice, man? Are you okay? I, I don't know, man. It keeps, Did you, it keeps, uh, <laughs> are you eating Bojangles while we do this? <laughs> I just had a Bowberry biscuit. It was really good. <laughs> All right. So, Chesson, what is really the cheap, <laughs> yeah. What is the cheapest clothing item or equipment to sponsor on a tour pro? <laughs> Probably the bag. <laughs> really? Get a, lo- get a logo on the bag. Um, okay. Yeah, logo on the bag would be would be. Always kind of wondered that is the most expensive the hat. Every time, yeah, yeah that's what I thought. Hat, Interesting. Yeah, and uh, I'm start, you know hat left chest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think the collars are very are highly valuable because yeah. you know sometimes they you're doing a close up interview you only see like the very top of your face. Yeah. Most of the time the collars included in that, but like the chest and sleeves and stuff are not. I wonder if there's anyone out there that would be bold enough to let Tour Junkies sponsor a logo right where, like, they're like right above where the shirt's tucked in, like in the belly button area. I think that <laughs> I think that could really go places. You yeah, know, it'd be a little cheaper, but uh, we, we're gonna have to look into that. Chess, and keep your eye out on that. You let us know. I'm 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 here. I'm with you, Bart. Okay. Um, a couple more, and then we'll let you go. This has been great. Uh, have you ever been in a fist fight? <laughs> no. Okay. I, uh, I'm. You know, I, I say this. I, I, Jason Gore and I laugh about this all the time. I'm. Uh, I'm sharp. I'm. I'm wiry. Mm-hmm. You'll crawl on a guy's you know, head. I'm sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, if we get in a fight, you know, I'm gonna cut you. But um, <laughs> this body wasn't built for fights. <laughs> <laughs> Six four one seventy five. That's not yeah. gonna win too many fights. Yeah. Um, all right, I think you kind of answered this one. I was going to ask you your favorite guys to get paired up with on the PGA Tour. Uh, you mentioned Webb and Bad. But I tell you what, that that actually has a different answer. I uh, I love Will McKenzie. Yeah, I I freaking love that guy. Like, nice. I can play golf with him. Um, kids, I like playing golf with kids. Um, Kevin Kisner. Mm-hmm. That's kids. Um. Let's see here. I, I, the re- and the reason why is because it's just uh, like their their attitudes are good. You know, Kevin's not afraid of anything, and he doesn't ever really get down on himself. And it's just kind of a, you know. Yeah. And same thing with Will McKenzie. I just I like listening to their um, 
you know, I'm I'm playing with Charlie Belgian this week, mm-hmm. and I like playing with Charlie because he's emotional and he gets mad, and I like watching him. I like sometimes when when people get really mad out there, you know, and they have have a little tantrum. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, because I I, I, I I'll have a meltdown at least once a tournament. Just a you know, yeah. I need to melt yeah. down so I can regroup and then move forward. But you need to hang out with Pat a couple nights. That's what you need to do. <laughs> yeah. You like watching train wrecks. That's 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 Pat Perry. Um, um, come on now. Yeah, that's, so that's good. Uh, uh, if I right, if I so if I had a threesome, I'll go with Will McKenzie and Kevin Kiss. Nice, love it. Well, we're buds with Kiss, so we uh, we definitely uh, we love to. We've had him on the show and. Great guy, definitely a fiery competitor. Um, yeah, so Chet, I, I could remember, that. remember earlier when I said Pat grew up privileged. He grew up, he grew up with kids and Brownie and those guys. I, I was on the other side yeah. of the track. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right, so Chesson, we're we're gonna get we're gonna get romantic here. We need to see we need to see your romantic side. So, what advice would you give to a man? Who is going through the tough time of a draft bill with his wife? Right. <laughs> look, look, boys. Every <laughs> woman on this planet wants to be made, wants to be, have the feeling that they are special. If you are married and you have kids, I don't care how old your kids are, whatever. Get a babysitter. Plan something. Like, I mean, it's, it is, it's guaranteed. Plan something. You know. So, the only... <laughs> I'm about to say something. This is great. You can use this or not use this. But my dad <laughs> told me in high school, he said, Son, you think with your brain, not with your... Right. Okay. Yeah. For once, for once, men, when you get married under the confines of marriage, you are allowed to think with your Okay. <laughs> <laughs> think, think with your what what like let's take her out to dinner plan something get a babysitter for the kids let's get you know let's get an uber so nobody has to drive we can enjoy ourselves we can go go grab dinner have a nice drink let's you know go do something fun do what she wants to do make her feel special and yeah. like don't be an idiot don't be an idiot <laughs> like just, you know make it Make it a great evening for the two of you guys. Like, don't just choose not to argue if she's, you know, like just it's not that hard. Yeah, Chesson, that's that's did I? That's brilliant. And and okay, let me just say um, <laughs> for our tour junkies listeners who are loyal listeners, um, they are gonna they they were already laughing at that question as Pat was asking it. Um, it, the dry spell is a little bit of an inside, uh, tri- is tribal knowledge if you're a tour junkies listener. Um, and, and the fact that Pat asked it was, was great. And so people were already laughing at that. And then when you gave the answer that you gave, uh, it's, it's going to be podcast gold. So great answer. And Pat, I hope you were taking notes, if you know what I mean, Chesson. Well, <laughs> the reason why I said that is because Obviously, I, I commented earlier that I'm a Christian, and the Bible is very clear that sex is is for the marriage. And if you are a married man, you are allowed to have sex. So that's right. That's why Good I'm saying thing. what I'm saying, and you know, it's 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 not hard, guys. It is not hard. I love it. Love it, Justin. All right, man. Um, so, two, one more question because you, you've been so good to us. Who do you think now that you've survived? I'm going to let you know. You can you can take a deep breath. You've survived 
the tour junkies native area you you really went through very classy um great great segment we appreciate you doing it uh, knowing what you know now and, and now a veteran of the tour junkies native area sec, uh, you know session who do you think would be a, a great guest in the tour junkies Ooh. native area segment oh man who would you like to listen to somebody who is see i i like honesty and people who are like are just not who just like don't have absolutely mark mark hubbard mark, mark hubbard, hubbard. Mark. He would be perfect. Cause he, there is nothing awkward. Like he's like me in a sense. There's just nothing awkward. Like there's no gray area, and he's an open book. He he would be perfect. Love it. You know, one of my one of my favorite early tweets from a, a former podcast guest on our show and one of our favorite golfers is John Peterson. And oh, yeah, um, yes. yeah. One of my favorite early tweets was was from him. Uh, when we first got into this, and he tweeted a picture. I guess he found Hubbard's uh, PGA Tour ID, <laughs> and it was like this this picture of Hubbard, close up, disheveled hair, kind of a dumb look on his face. And I can't remember exactly what JP said about it, but you know, it was something like, um, you know, kids, you know, don't let you know, don't don't drive drunk, or it was like some some kind of just bash against the way he looked. And I remember sure. going out. Oh, that's that's awesome, and Hubbard just took it so well, and it was funny. Uh, but that that image is kind of burned in my head on Mark Hubbard. When you say that, I think of that that tweet, which is just gold. So awesome. Well, you know we'll work his, on that. Do you know what his Do you know what his Twitter handle is? Uh, who Hubbard? Uh, it's, no. Yes, it's homeless hub. <laughs> <laughs> and like if that like that honestly tells you a, 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 anything you need to know about the guy. He is yeah. is there. Yeah. He is the best. Well, that's that's what we love, man. We, you know, I think you said it best when you talked about the tour needing to show some of these other guys, man. Like we love the we love the guys who are a little more fringe, you know. Um, I mean, we know we're not going to get Rory or Spieth on our podcast anytime soon. They're too big time for this, you know. And and it's just, you know, we've had great players. I mean, uh, plenty of great players, but it's there's a lot of great personalities and you know like yourself i think you demonstrated that here today um you know there's a lot of great guys and great personalities out there that that a lot of people don't know about and you know they play every week you just don't get to see them that often exactly. and you don't you don't hear them talk uh so that's that's great stuff man we appreciate you being on the podcast uh, it was a great show hope you had some fun i did thank you for having me guys all right, that is a wrap on the Chesson Hadley podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed that. He was awesome. Big, big shout out to Chesson for coming on the show. We hope to have him on again sometime. Once again, today's podcast is brought to you by Fanshare Sports. Check him out at fansharesports.com. These guys track the player mentions and the sentiment ratings. They help you see that big picture. They give you the data that you're not going to find anywhere else. So sign up now and do what Pat and I do. Get on there Wednesday night, check out who's going to be high-owned and maybe who's not, and uh, start building some good lineups and make those screens green. Thanks again for listening to the Tour Junkies podcast. See ya. Michael Strahan, plus a little cruise ship dancer taking over social media. People were coming up to me and asking me for autographs. It was kind of awkward. But... Right, well, it's going to be more awkward now. Ellen, today at 3 on NBC4.
Imagine moving into a new home and hearing scratching, screeching every night. Inside the walls, hundreds of bats. They just took over the house. I had no idea. Warning signs something could be lurking in your home. Today at 5 on NBC4.